good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Network. The following show is just horrifying. Beware. Carry on and plan the sequel, cause let's face it, baby, these days you gotta have a sequel. And welcome back to Microqueers. It's your whenever the hell we do these things short queer horror (laughs) roundup. And I'm Joe. And I'm Trace. And yeah, we're uh, bringing the series back to discuss Carter Smith's yearbook. Um, a short film that I would guess I would describe as one that takes a turn, which is not unlike Carter Smith's other short film, Bug Crush. <laughs> yes, he certainly does have a type, doesn't he? And I could read you the logline. It's not particularly yeah. helpful. So this is from 2011. And the logline is simply... Something strange is going on at Rockdale High School. And Trace, what might that something strange be? Some kind of Cronenbergian STD. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we did say it was a Carter Smith short, so you should have known, really, going into it. This is your own fault, listeners. Very much so. And I will tell you, there is a reveal that happens in this short, but it's like, it's a blink and you'll miss it reveal until, of course, Mm -hmm. we get like the barrage of reveals. But yes. I watching this and I was watching it on my little coffee table. I was like, you know, leaned into my computer and the second Dreamer Walker raises her hand to pull her hair behind her ears, mm-hmm. I openly gasped. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I mean, okay, so folks, if you haven't watched the short and we're talking like an under 10 minute, I think it's even yeah. maybe under 9 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is on the surface very simple this is high school students posing for yearbook photos so we've got a medium shot framing it's basically from the mid chest up and they're just kind of like rotating in and out we're getting a taste of what their lives are like in this small sleepy little town could be period i was trying to find some kind of hint as to whether this was like well, 70s or 80s or just retro pastiche yeah. couldn't tell you yeah, yeah, the the clothes very much screamed 70s to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all these corn fred folks from their small little town. <laughs> corn fred? Corn fed? Corn fed, yeah. I, I, that, I honestly have to believe that that was actually a fuck up on her part, but she rolled with it and Carter kept it in. I'm choosing to believe that is what happened. Oh, a lot of this has a a faint glimmer of improv, and Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. mind it at all because it does lend it a sense of authenticity. But yeah, like, we're we're basically just hearing from this barrage of teens talking about their boring mundane lives, and then it switches to them talking about their sex lives and what they're up to. They're telling stories about the time they lost their virginity, and, you know, it's, it's kind of mundane, but also interesting eavesdroppy kind of stuff i love that kind of shit though i mean like i i know it sounds kind of pervy or creepy to be like i love hearing people talk about their sex lives but like mm-hmm. i always find that that's such a a really quick way to get to know someone obviously if they are a, a consent consenting to the conversation right yeah <laughs> but, yeah i mean i love talking to people about their sex lives and so watching a movie where i mean a movie but short where it's just people staring at the camera there's not there's no dialogue this is all monologuing mm-hmm. and it is just, yeah, them talking, being open about their sex lives before we move into this um, STD thing. But yeah. 
so Joe, I mean, why are we why are we bringing back the micro series with this one? You know, like, well, what 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 about the scream to you? Let's cover me. <laughs> <laughs> Trace is like, you foisted this upon me. Why are we doing this? What's going on? I'm no, so confused. And, uh, no, all you had to do was say Carter Smith, and I was sold. Because everyone, of course, if you haven't, well, if you don't remember, he was our guest on our episode on the people under the stairs. We've also got a really good interview with him on our YouTube channel, so go check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, we also covered his uh, Into the Dark entry, Midnight Kiss, for the Patreon. So. Correct. Yeah, he's, might as well be a fucking co-host at this point. <laughs> Look, we're just saying that we're big fans and Carter Smith. We want to see your new fucking movie really, really bad. Ooh, and we covered the ruins too, just without him. This is true. Yes, <laughs> but no, uh, th- this is this is great. I actually didn't realize it was twenty twelve. You said twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. God, so he uploaded it to Vimeo in, in twenty nineteen. So I was like, oh, this is so good. Dream of Walker is like doing work now, and no, no. <laughs> But you did ask a question and I shifted. So I will come back and answer it. The reason that we're doing this, I mean, there's no particular reason why now, but I will say that in preparation for our interview on the YouTube, because we were covering uh, the anniversary of Bug Crush premiering at Sundance earlier this year. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to be on his website and I noticed he's got two motherfucking shorts on there that I had never seen before. So this is one of them. There's another one about a sex worker that goes badly and shocking enough there's some body horror in there as well and i just i was really taken with this one because it feels so different from a lot of the other shorts that we have covered this as you said it's almost not even a narrative because it's a bunch of different monologues like the editing is just straightforward the static shots the medium framing it's so simple it almost should be boring and ineffective and yet I think you even said, like, it takes a twist, it takes a turn. Well, I, I almost agree with you, where you're like, yeah, it's not really a narrative, but in this these nine minutes, we do have a pretty typical three-act structure, you know, where we have the introduction, we're kind of getting to know the why the kids are doing this, and then we mm-hmm. move into this next conversation, this act two is this bridge between, like, the innocent beginning and the not-so-innocent end. Right. And then act three with, yeah, this is just the, the big reveal. The big reveal. <laughs> it doesn't, like, I mean... It, <laughs> It is a short, and I've said this before, where I ended this and I was like, please keep going. Like, I right. wanted to watch more of this. Mm-hmm. And I hate that I don't get to, but it, it was in the good way, right? Not where right. it's like, oh, I wish it was more because I didn't really get enough from this original one. Well, and I'm interested, too, because if we do consider this a period piece, so if this is, in fact, taking place in the 70s, and that's the visual cues would lend themselves to that as well as the kind of the descriptions about like oh people don't really seem to be all that knowledgeable about sex like they Mm -hmm. they aren't prepared for it it's definitely giving a vintage vibe and it really reminds me of the very infamous and notorious comic black hole which is about a bunch of teens who end up getting all kinds of body horror because mm. they engage in sex sex s-e-x sex. yeah so i love that in this short also the sti is called the bug because that is definitely what aids was called in its early infancy Oh, well, uh, well, I mean, because we we also do have a queer character here. I mean, we very briefly get him, but I did. Yeah. Don't we have one of the characters talking about a guy? 
Well, so there's a character who's talking about his friend, and he's very disappointed that his friend wasn't telling him that he was having sex. But then we also have Dream of Walker's sex partner eventually coming out. But I'm pretty sure yes. we don't get his confessional. Oh my god! And see that that moment that that moment of Dream of Walker where she says, you know, she has that kind of where she's like, oh, was it something I did? Mm-hmm. That's not a uh, an uncommon thing to see, yes. especially in film and narrative, where it's like, oh yeah, like oh my god, my boyfriend, like did I turn him gay? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I felt so much for her in these moments. And Dreamo, oh, and yeah. everyone, if you don't know who Dreamo Walker is, I mean, you may know her from Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three, which she mm-hmm. is great in. But it really is the movie compliance that yes. cemented her status to me as like, oh my god, I want so much more from this actress uh-huh. i haven't gotten it but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so disappointing that Very film disappointing. is massive and yet too few people have seen it and also it never got her the work that she deserved afterwards oh and if this i mean again a minute of screen time if even that that she has in this short it is so oh it's just so poignant and it's so sad and i i i, I just I, I weep for her internally <laughs> during those moments <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting to see how the various teens react to their affliction. I like the fact that it presents differently in each of them so that we get almost a series of rapid fire exposures and you're just like, oh, wow, okay. And if you think about this as they're posing for a yearbook and this is like they Mm -hmm. each get a snapshot at the end of it, their snapshot is how the affliction presents. So that's the final image that we leave with for them yes it's so icky so upsetting i love it yeah yeah it's it's everywhere right because like one girl she's got it on her nipple one girl's Mm -hmm. got like spines coming out of her back one guy just has like a bunch of bumps under his eyes and so i mean again it's the thing where i'm like well i get the deal but i'm also like i want to know more about this (laughs) right this is 100 percent one of those ones where i would love a feature film because can you just imagine the parental hysteria because i think it's the sort of sassy sexual girl who says well now you can't hide it's visible like everybody can see that you've done it that you've got it and Mm -hmm. i love the idea of like a hysteria surrounding an sti in the same vein as like a cherry falls where you've got a moral panic Mm -hmm. and you've got all of these parents you know hand-wringing over their darling children well and okay so good yeah let's move into this feature length there because i would totally watch a feature length version of this now my question to you is this though would you rather have this Mm -hmm. be a serious horror film you know just handled very seriously or maybe a bit more of a not a horror comedy but more of a black like satirical comedy i mean If we're keeping the spirit of the short intact, I think it would have to be the latter because there is comedy here, Mm -hmm, albeit mm -hmm. it is dark and some of it is very upsetting. Like the one girl who's kind of mousy and she looks like a nerd and she talks about how her boyfriend lured her under the bleachers and then it wasn't S-E-X because he put it in her butt. (laughs) I mean, even the one girl who's like, oh yeah, well he did it with me, but that means she has it too. And in hindsight, that's kind of funny. It was like, yeah, Yeah. give me that bitchiness. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Becky. (laughs) So, I mean, but but again, like I could see it being like a bottle movie where you keep everything in the school during like a day or maybe like during Mm. picture day or something. Or or is this going to be the catalyst and we move forward from here or is this going to be the end of the film, you know? I, ooh, this is going to be a bit weird. I could envision this as a kind of elephant, like Gus Van Sant's Elephant, which that film is about a school shooting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's basically Columbine, but in another word. And 
you could definitely use the yearbook as the catalyst. So it's the thing that brings everybody in and you start to get them talking, but then you could follow them out and see who they intersect with. So you're getting different subgroups, different clicks and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then it just like explodes by the end of the day because suddenly everybody knows who everybody's been fucking. Mm, okay. Now my next question, maybe my final question, who knows? So yeah, uh, is something is it going to be a fatal disease that kills them? Uh, will it, can it be cured, or or uh, is it or are they just going to be left with their disfigurements forever? I kind of like the idea of disfigurement because some of these kids are actually proud of it, right? You can tell that they're like, yeah, I had sex, and now I've got the proof. So I like the idea of various people maybe even learning to love it or establishing themselves as different because they have a unique identifier. Yeah. Although it could be that they don't know what will happen, so maybe some of them think it's fatal and they start to freak out. Oh, maybe, maybe. Well, because I, I actually like the idea of some of them wearing it as a badge of honor, but at the same time, if we're going satire especially, you know, you're introducing some social commentary in there, I actually think that might have a maybe a slight chance of uh, mm. uh, implying more conservative views on sexuality just because it's like oh like yeah you're proud of this thing but it's also like well no actually no you could swing it the other way too because maybe you think the the disfigurement is beautiful it's not ugly but all the people that are coming down on you are like no that's gross it's gross you should be ashamed but you're like no i'm not like this is who i am Mm -hmm. i think definitely that one yeah i just did it (laughs) yay i fixed it You got yourself into a corner, and then you got yourself out. Crawled my way back out really smoothly. My nails are clean. <laughs> Lovely. Um, but yeah, well, no, I, I really, really like this short. Again, it just goes to prove that I wish Carter were directing more films, or that he mm-hmm. like, or more anything, really, because now this is the second of his short films that I've seen out of his three short films, I guess, and uh, mm-hmm. two other features. But um, I, or, sorry, three other features, and I just, ah, I just really like like watching his work. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see what comes out of Swallowed, uh, the return Mm -hmm. of Mark Patton, as well as Jenna Malone. Literally can't wait. No, actually, I guess I literally will wait, but I'm very excited. (laughs) You literally will wait. You just don't want to wait. But uh, Correct. There we go. Well, well, until uh, Swallowed ever comes out, which I'm assuming is probably going to be maybe the end of this year. Who knows? We'll we'll be surprised. But um, nevertheless, I'm glad we got to have Yearbook as a sort of a... uh, I don't know, appetizer, a mousse-bouche, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, we can uh, let us know what you thought of your book and, you know, your thoughts. And uh, but until our next microqueers, our surprise microqueers, we can cross out the yearbook. Indeed. And cross out microqueers. (laughs) 